You're listening to the Wild Youth Podcast. You feel like you're drowning in a situation. You feel like you're stuck. And you have a chance to find freedom right now. We don't have to wait till after the service. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. But you have to make the choice to say, I want out of the situation. You have to make the choice to say, I'm not going to continue to live in this. And so I want everyone to close your eyes, and if you feel like you are in that place, if I am speaking to you right now, I want you to raise your hand so that I can pray with you right now. Yeah, there's hands going up all over. God, we thank you that you know each situation. Every hand raised, God, you know every detail. You know every emotion that's happening, every situation. God, I just pray a release right now in the name of Jesus. We pray for freedom, God. For each of these hands raised, that they would find freedom from the situation they're in, whether they've put themselves there or whether circumstances have just put themselves there. God, I pray for freedom right now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, would you just wash your peace over this place? From the front of this room to the back of this room, I pray for peace right now, for clarity. God, that they would see clarity about their situation. You are a God of redemption. God, I pray for any person that feels like they're unredeemable, that feels like they're not worthy, God, that they would hear your heart right now, that they are redeemable, they are worthy, they are loved by you. They're not too far gone. You are a God of redemption. God, I thank you for that, and we pray that over anyone right now, just your redeeming love, that it would wash over them right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Come on, give it up. Let's praise. Let's praise in here. Praise. Praise God. Come on. All right, you can go find find your spot. Thank you, Abby. All right, if it is your first time, welcome to the wild. It is wild. It is crazy here. That's the way we like it. We want you to know that we love Jesus, but we also love fun. So that's just the way it is. God doesn't want us to live a boring life. Did you guys know that? God designed fun, and he designed us to have fun. You can do that. You can have fun. Awesome. Well, if I haven't met you you yet, my name is Connor. I'm the youth pastor. Hello. I'm so excited that you are here, and you are joining us for our May series called Brain Battle. We're talking about the battles that go on in our minds, the battles in our minds. Last week, we talked about doubt. What do you do when you have doubt? You turn it into faith. You turn your doubt into faith. So tonight, we're going to talk about something different, but we're going to read our scripture before we get going. So I know you just took your seats, but let's stand back up. We like to stand for the word of God, honor him. Yeah. Nice. Thanks, Donnie. All right, we are in the book of 1 Peter. So if you have your Bible, open it up to 1 Peter chapter 5. Starting in verse 6, it says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Be sober-minded, be watchful. 
Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. God, I just pray over this word that you're bringing tonight. God, I pray that we would have ears to hear it and hearts to receive it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You can take your seats. So the title of my message tonight is Suffering. Yay, right? Yay. Just what I wanted to hear, Connor, about suffering. I know. Like, I come here to have fun, to get away from the world, to not be challenged. Sorry. There's plenty of time to have fun. Fun has been had tonight, right? Raise your hand if you've had fun so far. Yeah, okay. So we've had some fun. You did get a chance to get away from the world, but we are still youth group. We're not heaven. There's no perfect people here. We're all messed up just like you. But lastly, when Jesus came to earth, he challenged everything that the Jewish people knew. He challenged everything that they believed, everything they had been taught. Because we learn and we grow by being challenged. So tonight we're talking about suffering because it's a part of our world. It's a part of our world and it can easily start to mess with our minds. So we're going to talk about it. Have you ever heard the phrase, suffer well? Raise your hand if you've heard that. A few people, okay. Yeah, I figured most of you probably haven't heard that. So that's a thing that I heard growing up a lot. If people were going through a tough time, the people in my church then would often say, well, you know, God's just teaching you how to suffer well. And I think that they meant well, but I don't think that they were listening to the Holy Spirit, right? Because I understand what they were trying to say. I'm just going to pause because I'm losing my train of thought. Sorry, Lexi. Love you. So when people were going through a tough time, it was kind of that feeling of just tough it out, right? Tough it out and just learn the lesson that God's trying to teach you. It was almost as if they were saying that God created that situation of suffering to teach them a lesson. That's not my God. That's not the God that I serve. I don't serve the God that puts us in situations to teach us how to suffer. That's not who he is. See, not every situation is the same. And sometimes there is a lesson to be learned. But then the question I would ask you is, are you experiencing suffering or are you experiencing stretching? Because God will put you in a situation to stretch you. That's how we grow, right? Last week we talked about taking steps of faith. God will give you situations to take steps of faith. Those are times where you're being stretched So are you suffering or are you just uncomfortable? 
See, he won't put you in a situation where he makes your life like a country song, right? Your girlfriend leaves you, your house burned down, your dog died, right? All those things. He's not (laughs) going to put you in that situation to teach you how to suffer well. But as Christians, I think that there are two different kinds of suffering that we will experience. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. First, suffering as a result of living in a fallen world. So we'll, we'll unpack these. Suffering as a result of living in a fallen world. And suffering as a result of being a Christian. So the first one, we live in a fallen world. See, sin entered the world when Adam and Eve sinned. When they ate the apple, when they were disobedient, sin entered the world. It's no longer the perfect Eden that God created, that he intended the earth to be. And something that comes with that fallen world is death, right? When we experience death, we're usually experiencing suffering. But did you know that God didn't intend on us experiencing death? That wasn't part of his initial creation. Death only came after Adam and Eve sinned, and God had to kill an animal to cover their shame. Because they realized that they were naked, right? We don't walk around naked. God made them clothes to cover their shame. That came after the world fell. So, Connor, how does this relate to what we're talking about? See, after someone dies, I often hear, God, why did you take them from me? Or I hate that God took them. And as part of their grief, they go down this path of questioning, God, are you really good? Are you really a good God? How could you allow this to happen? Do you really love me? Do you really care? And we spiral down this path of questioning. And I know last week we talked about how we have to question in order to know God, right? Do you remember that? We have to question to know who God is. So if you haven't asked those questions, yes, ask them. But if you know God, your perspective needs to change. It should shift from, God, why did you let this happen, to, God, comfort me. God, comfort me in this moment. God, right now this really sucks, but I know that you are still good. I know that I can still trust you. Believe me, God knows what it feels like to suffer a death. Jesus, right? He sent his only son, Jesus, to die. And it wasn't because Jesus was a terrible person, right? We know that he was brutally murdered. But it was because he lived a perfect life as a sacrifice for yours. God knows what it's like to suffer. See, as Christians, we need to know who God is. We need to know his heart and we need to know his character. And it's only when we know him can we 
shift our perspective to say, God, I know that you are still good. Despite what I am experiencing, I know that you are still a good God. But now for the harder truth. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, cool. Two of you are ready. The rest of you are just along for the ride. (laughs) The harder truth to living in a fallen world is that you and I will sin. We will continue to sin. We will continue to mess up. And so you might find yourself in a situation of suffering because of your own decisions. That sucks, right? Did that hit some of you like it hit me? You might find yourself in a situation where you're hurting because you made poor decisions. You found yourself there. If you stop showing up to work or you show up late every day, you're probably going to get fired. In fact, you should get fired. If you don't study for your test, you're probably going to do poorly on it. If you continue to lie to your friends and your family, they're probably going to lose trust in you for a while. See, some situations are, are a result of our own actions. But we can't mistake those things for being God. When we're in that place of suffering because of decisions that we have made, we can't mistake that for saying, God, you put me here. No, your decisions put you there. God is still good, and he is still forgiving, but you have to turn. When you find yourself in that situation, you need to address it. You need to address the sin head on. Say, I don't want to be here anymore. Talk to a leader. Ask them to pray with you. Ask them to pray for you. Talk to a friend. Say, hey, can you check in on me with this? I don't want to be this way anymore, but I need help. God, we all need help. Because you see, I'm talking about this and I know it hurts. It's hard to hear about when we mess up and we put ourselves in bad situations. But the problem is if you don't address it, you're going to sweep it under the rug, you're going to hide it, and then you're going to suffer from experiencing shame. Because the longer that habit, that sin stays under the rug, the longer your shame is going to fester. You're going to feel it, and at some point, you're going to break. I don't want you to get to that breaking point because we're not meant to live in shame. Jesus died so that we don't have to experience shame. But you have to choose not to stay there. Okay, number two, suffering as a result of being a Christian What am I talking about? Boiled down in one word, persecution. Persecution means to cause to suffer because of a belief. To cause to suffer because of a belief. So examples of this. Oh, you're just one of those Jesus lovers, right? Have you heard that? Yeah. Okay. You're a Christian, so that means that you hate gay people. Or you hate me because I'm gay. Or the church just wants your money. Science can't prove God to be real. How can you prove him? Or you only believe in God 
because you're too weak to live in this world without him. Or I hear this one all the time. You just think that you're better than me. Or God wouldn't act that way. Or do you really think that God would love someone like you? Being persecuted. 1 Peter 4, starting in verse 12. Listen to what it says. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. Isn't that interesting? Don't be surprised. When you're persecuted, don't be surprised. But rejoice. Peter tells us to rejoice as you share Christ's sufferings, that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. Because if you are insulted for the name of Christ, you are blessed, because the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. Let none of you suffer as a murderer or a thief or an evildoer or as a meddler. That's what we just talked about, right? Don't suffer because of your own decisions. Yet, if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in that name. Guys, Peter tells us not to be surprised. Why? Because Jesus himself was persecuted. Jesus being the only perfect person. So if a perfect person is still persecuted, we are for sure going to experience persecution because we aren't perfect. But when you're persecuted for being a Christian, it's more about the person persecuting you than it is about you. It's so easy for us to take that to heart, right? To feel like, You're personally attacking me. But Jesus tells us in John 15 that if the world hates you, remember, it hated me first. Jesus says, I was the one that they hated first. And if they persecuted me, they will persecute you. So as we break up into small groups tonight, the question I want you asking yourself is are you willing to be persecuted for being a Christian? Are you willing to be persecuted for being a Christian? I know this is heavy stuff, guys. But if you come here on the weekends, you know that what we're talking about right now is being bold. And when you become more bold in what you believe and who God is, you will experience persecution. So figure out what that looks like in your small groups tonight. Ask the hard questions. Ask them. Ask your friends, what do you do when you experience this? Let's talk it out so that we're ready the next time that we feel persecuted, okay? Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, go to myeternity.com slash wild. Or you can join us in person on Wednesdays from 6.30 to 8.30 at Eternity. Yeah.